look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on uh, 770 CHQR, except we got no Faisal today. So uh, you've got just me today. Um, and we're going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what what can we learn from the people in retirement now, savers. Um, you know, as, as we move through different stages, it's funny to, you know, being in this business, when we talk to clients, the clients that are maybe 80 years old, what they share with their 60-year-old children and what the 60-year-olds share with the 40-year-old children, always find that fascinating. But it was a really interesting article um, and some lessons to be learned here. But the what caught my attention is what today's savers can learn from today's seniors about retirement planning. And who better to learn from than the people that are obviously uh, in retirement and living that right now. Now, to help us understand the lessons and the conclusions in that, we've got Sangeeta Chala. She's a senior strategist, Global Defined Contributions at Schroeder's. Sangeeta, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be on, and I had the pleasure of enjoying the beautiful sunshine in your city last week, actually. <laughs> well, that's good, because we had a very long winter, I'm telling you, and every day of sunshine means a lot to us. So uh, that's Right, terrific. I, can, I can believe that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the articles. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. the, the, the uh, headline caught my attention. Let's maybe just start right there. So maybe tell us what today's seniors are saying when they look back on their savings years. So today's seniors are saying that um, roughly, um, uh, you know, 71% say they are happy with uh, their standard of living in retirement. Um, They actually retired earlier than they expected, Mm -hmm. but then they say they wish they'd saved more. So that's interesting what current retirees are saying. And then if we look at the more younger cohorts, what they're saying is actually we, um, we believe we need to save more. Um, So if we looked at the Global Investor Survey, in fact, this wasn't a surprise to us to see that people around the world were saying they need to save more for retirement. And in fact, there's about a 2% differential globally. Uh, And that's true in Canada as well, where people today, so are saying roughly I'm saving around 11% of my savings. And actually what I should be saving is around 13%. So, so, so that is um, a 2% differential, which over time makes quite a big difference. Yep. Um, the other thing that um, we're seeing is that people are actually saying that more of their uh, savings are actually going to be used for uh, funding their retirement. So they're taking a more longer-term horizon when it comes to saving for retirement. Right. But what was probably the most surprising thing, uh, particularly when you say, what are people learning from their elders, um, was the data that we saw from millennials. And these are the sort of, you know, the 18 to 35-year-olds. And if we look at the Canada data from the survey, 78% of millennials felt that they were on track to receive a comfortable retirement compared to today's retirees, and only 75% of retirees said that today. Hmm. So that was a real surprise, but even more um, difficult to believe almost is that Canadian millennials are not actually as bullish as their counterparts around the world. And that data, if you look at the UK, for example, the figures 83% of millennials that say they're bullish. 
And in the US, it's a staggering 94%. Now, is that actually saying that perhaps we've got a youth of today that are overconfident, <laughs> um, that they don't really fully realize what's, what they need to, um, to meet their retirement expectations? So I'm not sure what they're learning from their elders on that one. Well, I was, that's the conclusion I was going to draw. The question I was going to ask, not the conclusion, is, you know, millennials have got a long way to go before retirement, Absolutely. and perhaps they, they still feel their immortality, whereas, you know, as we get closer to retirement or living in retirement, then the reality sort of hits home. That that would be interesting to explore, um, obviously, in, in follow-up research a little bit more. I am interested also in the comment about we, uh, you know, the general feeling that we should have saved more. So 70% are happy um, now, aside from the comment that more is always better, um, you know, did the research indicate anything beyond that? So would lifestyle, would these people's lifestyle change fundamentally if they had more or, or was it just simply that we like to have more? I think there is a, there is a, um, a desire that, or certainly uh, today's seniors feeling that they value family time in retirement, leisure time in retirement. And they've probably grown up thinking, actually, retirement is about not working. Mm -hmm. So whereas if you look at the data and you see about the trends going forward, you see people are actually saying quite different things. Um, so number one is, of course, family time is very, very va valued uh, across the world. But less people believe that, they're gonna, that they are going to have as much leisure time as their elders uh, do. More people actually think they're going to have to generate an income in retirement. So that's probably meaning part-time working or, or working or, in fact, one of the pieces of data we had from the, from the survey was generating an income through a hobby. Mm -hmm. So that, that was interesting for us to see. And that's a, a trend that we see around the world. Now, what those hobbies are, I would look forward to, uh, to seeing them uh, for my own personal interests as well <laughs> for when I get to that stage. Um, so I think retirement aspirations are, are changing. Um, but what we, what we really do say is that actually, you know, there's likely to be a funding gap right now. So people aren't saving enough. Um, they're wanting to retire earlier. But actually, the reality is they're having to work longer. The other big thing that came through was that um, people want to start um, doing part-time work pre-retirement. Um, now, um, and that was around the world. So 67% of Canadians said before they get to retirement, they want to move to part-time work. Right. And if you look at the millennials, that figure went up to 71%. So if you think they're not going to be contributing as much, they're likely to be um, working part-time. So the contributions are going to be on a, on a smaller size salary. So does that not mean that we're probably going to get to a point where actually there's going to be a bigger gap between what you have at retirement and what you can meet with that money to fund your comfortable lifestyle? Yeah. So that's some of the, the takings we took away. And that's one of the reasons why we thought long and hard about what we could do to help Canadians um, from, a, from an investment perspective. And we recently launched a, a range of target date funds called the My Retirement Target Date Funds. Um, we don't believe that retirement investing just stops at the point of retirement. Right. So we developed the solution to take people all the way through retirement. So we're very much conscious of making sure that people have got a, a design, an investment design that works for them all through their lifetime. So it, it's designed to deliver growth and growth for longer because people are living longer. So today, 
men on average living 20 years in Canada, women 25, and that's only going to get longer. So you need growth, you need it for longer. You also need to have an income that's sustainable. So we've designed this, this fund to deliver a sustainable income, as well as allowing people to be invested in growth assets for longer, so, they don't, so the likelihood of running out of those assets is less. Well, and I think you, you make a very good point from an investment perspective. Structure becomes very, very important, or dedicating assets to do different things. Longevity is an issue. You know, we've got people constantly worried, you know, do I have enough? Am I going to run out of money? Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. the, so the number one fear that weighs on people's minds. I, I'm, I'm interested if, uh, if there were any big surprises in the research. So, so when, you know, the retirees were talking about how they suggest you approach retirement, you know, we've talked about perhaps having to work um, part-time through retirement. Now, some people will choose to do that for financial reasons. Others may choose just to do that simply to be engaged and stay, you know, um, to stay productive and so on and so forth. But were there any surprises, Sangeeta, that, that you found in the research about, about what the retirees were sort of counseling on as you approach retirement? I think the, the main thing um, that retirees are counseling on, and we see this around the world, is the need to save. And that's certainly true in this uh, culture where we're looking at millennials and there's mixed data. You know, some people say millennials like to spend. Some people say that millennials like to save. But mostly what came across was that retirees are saying, actually, look at how much you have to put aside. And we had probably the benefit of a DB pension or maybe a state pension or Mm -hmm. both. And you guys in the future aren't necessarily needing going to be able to do that. So that's one of the things that we saw. Um, We also saw um, that um, there is a need for education and and people and getting engaged. And so I think that whole concept is is passing down from our elders. So we we see that in the data, the need for financial education, that a lot of the elders say, we didn't have enough, please learn, please look to have more information. And again, Simplicity of investment design is very key in that because a lot of people want to trust an expert, actually. Yeah. So, um, so that's been very much part of our design thinking. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's well said. I mean, uh, it's interesting to see how the different generations approach it, um, are thinking about it. And again, the counsel from the 80-year-olds to the 60-year-olds, 60s to 40s, the 40s to the 20s, you know, it's all very, uh, it's all very interesting. Uh, I don't think it's getting any easier to save for retirement. As you said, we've, we've, we've got defined benefit pension plans and um, whatnot uh, sort of on the way out. Those are on the decline. So it more and more falls on, on you and I as individuals to, uh, to backfill that gap. We have to leave it there, though. I appreciate your time today, Sangeeta. Thank you very much for that. Really enjoyed it. We've been joined by Sangeeta Chala, Senior Strategist, Global Defined Contribution at Schroeder's. And I want to remind everybody, I think Sangeeta said something that was very important in that interview, and that was that structure becomes very important. We're living longer, so we need income for a longer period of time. We need growth to make sure we don't run out of money and support that lifestyle. And that's what we're talking about at our upcoming seminar that's going to be on Tuesday, July 24th. Excuse me, that's going to take place at 7 o'clock, our usual time. Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits, so we're back up north. We look forward to seeing you there. If you want to register for that, give us a call at 966-8400 or go to pkag.ca. Now, as we uh, sign off another show, thanks for tuning in, but I want to remind you that any of the segments, either today or past, you can access those on morethanmoneyradio.com or you can have them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or in your favorite podcast app. Have a great weekend. 
David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodcundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodcundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodcundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodcundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodcundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodcundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.